News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. European Parliament will vote on the EU nature restoration law later today. But is it a good idea? Here to discuss that, we have Eddie Punt, General Secretary with the Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association and Fintan Kelly from the Environmental Pillar. Uh, Eddie, to you first, uh, you, do you have a problem with the EU restoration law? Yeah, we think this is a real classic example of how not to do policy well. Uh, top tone diktat from the Commission where I suppose the political ambitions of of the heads of the commission has overridden proper consultation with the people on the ground expected to implement it. And, you know, we saw a scenario where Vice President Timmerman said there was no need for a funding package to support this. We know from past experience that uh, we have 35,000 farmers affected by designation under the Habitats Directive, 13.6% of land, and there is a long history of a failure to support those farmers financially for the huge losses that are that that are a consequence of that designation. We think that, for example, the Burn Life Program is a good example of how to do policy. Uh, it was, or at least, it was a good policy whereby people, conservationists like Brendan Dunford, uh, consulted with farmers on the ground, and together. They reached a win-win scenario, which delivered for farmers and delivered okay. for flora and fauna in the burn. But that has been scrapped and replaced by an acre scheme not fit for purpose. And the department hasn't even figured out how to pay people in time right. yet. Okay, I, I want to bring Fintan Kelly in. Uh, Fintan, you heard what Eddie had to say there. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, yeah, I I disagree with parts of what Eddie said, I, I, and I agree with parts of what Eddie said. Um, first of all, I think there, there's a bit of misunderstanding about the nature restoration law. And it's been it's been thoroughly debated and often misrepresented. Um, the nature restoration law is not a top down diktat from Europe. It's a loose framework of targets that that establishes obligations on member states, not on landowners. So the way the nature restoration law will actually be implemented is through the design of a national restoration plan. So what's going to happen is all stakeholders are going to come together with government. We're going to decide. How, how exactly should Ireland try, try and achieve these high level targets? What is that going to look like, like on the ground? And inevitably, that's going to mean for farmers, uh, new agri-environmental schemes and properly funded voluntary agri-environmental schemes. So Eddie described there a situation where we have a massive demand for farmers to get into acres. Uh, the Department of Agriculture have had to increase um, the amount of farmers coming into tranche one from 30,000 to 46,000. And understandably, that's creating massive delays. At the same time, I also agree with Eddie that the farmers that led from the front and actually helped to develop these results-based agri-environmental schemes, not only within, within Ireland, but actually led in the EU level, they've suffered to accommodate these extra farmers. So, I mean, it's it, it's clear as day that we, there's massive demand from farmers and farmers want to lead from the front in responding okay. to the biodiversity crisis. But we need more money and the nature restoration law can help us create the leverage to bring down Eddie, that money and put it in farmers' pockets. Eddie, punch uh, your response to that. Well, the funding is entirely unclear. Now, originally, the plan from the European Commission was no funding was required for this. Now, under uh, article under Article eighteen six a, they've they've put a proposal for funding, and it's very wishy washy. So, farmers have been burnt once too often about funding. There's also a lot of measures in this that are unclear about the impact on farmers. For example, under Annex Four, uh, 
they say that the share of agricultural land with high diversity landscape features, this includes hedgerows, uh, groups of trees, small wetlands, they cannot be under productive agricultural use, including grazing or fodder, unless such use is necessary for the preservation of biodiversity. And they should not receive fertilizer except for low input treatment with solid manure. That is essentially putting a lot of those farms uh, out of viability. Okay, can I get Finton's response to that, Finton? Is that the case? Is it going to be put, making farms unviable? Absolutely not. As I said, this is an opportunity to bring down more funding to make farmers, th- those farms that need the support, the most viable. So we're talking about farmers on marginal land. We're talking about farmers up in the hilllands. They're under massive pressure for the actual issues that, 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 that are facing farmers, like the cheap food model. Uh, inequalities in the food supply chain. If we if we want to make farmers' livelihoods better, these are the issues we need to be talking about. Not uh, pretending that we don't need to address the biodiversity and climate crisis, which is also a massive okay. threat to farming. Uh, Eddie? Look, I've sat on the designated monitoring committee for years and we've seen promises and promises of funding for farmers who had designation and it never came or when it did, it was too little, too late. The reality is that there is no clear statement in this document. It says that there and there will be an analysis to identify any funding gaps. And too often we are seeing the cap being raided and money taken away from farmers, robbing Peter to pay Paul. And farmers are frankly okay. quite sick. Finton, Finton, how about that? The money won't be there or there's, there's no guarantee the money will be there? Well, the, the, as I said, the nature restoration law creates legal obligations for member states. The only way the member states can meet those legal obligations is by creating these new agri-environmental schemes. So it, it, it implies new funding. Uh, the government have already committed to the establishment of a new climate and nature fund with over three billion in it. We obviously want to see clear uh, direction from government around how much of that is going to go towards nature, how much of that will be ring-fenced for farmers, if additional funding will come in. Um, the government have also committed to, regardless of what happens today in the European Parliament, to establishing a, a, the National Restoration Plan and to have stakeholders like Eddie and others involved. So I, I have absolute confidence that there will be additional farming okay. or, or funding there, but the government need to clarify this. I do agree with Eddie on that. Brief, very brief final word, Eddie Punch. I'd be happy enough with a proper consultation and national plan. I don't like Europe's putting in place laws that we don't know the potential impact on farms and farm viability in the future. I'm not in the European Parliament. If I was, I'd vote against it. Eddie Punch, General Secretary of the Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association, Fintan Kelly from the Environmental Pillar. Thanks to both of you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.